What radio, the music you want. Now I know you'd love to just sit there and keep being not slim, but we got to work a little today, okay? With your host, he's Dan. Oh, I can actually hear you getting fatter. RadioWhat.com What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live in a living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous. It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, where do you go? DJLittleRock.com. Check availability and get a free price quote. And maybe you can have me. Yeah, me, Keys Dan. At your next event, I like to play for the people. Have equipment, will travel. Today on the program, Dylan Moran. He's got a podcast called On and Off the Field, and I encourage you to check that out. He, he's been in my ears for the last week. I usually don't prepare a lot for these things, but uh, I, I had the opportunity to at least listen to him in my ears for the last week, talking about, uh, well, we'll talk about it on the podcast in the next few minutes <laughs> this week's shows let's see it is tuesday as we speak and on let's see friday night i'll be at the oh, the oh i'll be at the rab in conway arkansas that's my usual friday night gig uh, the rab is is a the over 21 show that i do it's uh Let's see, they got a full bar, the kitchen, uh, pool tables, the 10 diamond class pool tables. Yeah, and they have a pool tournament on Friday night. So if you want to make some money, I encourage you to check out the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. And on the party patio, they got foosball and shuffleboard and giant Jenga and checkers. And, uh, yeah, there's always something to do at the Rab on Friday night while you're waiting to sing on stage with me. Oh, did I mention it's a video dance party karaoke jam? Yes, you're the stars of the show every Friday night at the Rab with me. It starts at 8 p.m. and it goes all the way to almost 2 in the am. So past my bedtime. <laughs> and then on Saturday night, oh, yeah. I'm going to be over at the Heber Springs VFW in Heber Springs, Arkansas. Yes, I like that room. It's the big room. Uh, you know, whenever they have me out there, you know, and I can't say it enough. They treat me really nice over there at the Heber Springs VFW. They have this giant marquee outside of a VFW with the, uh, you know, like a big LED marquee. And they put my name up there. I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but you know it's so nice that they they treat me like okay. It blows up my ego a little bit, but for the for them to take the time to put my name right out there in front where everybody can see it as they pass by the VFW and lots of people do, it's nice. It's nice. They put up you know DJ Dan Keys. I know it's Keys Dan, but. Hey, I'll take Dan Keys all day long. That's beautiful. But once, eh, you know, once you get past that sign, come on in to the Heber Springs VFW and have a good time. Full bar. They have the big room with a gigantic checkered dance floor. 
uh, they're going to have me there. The plan is to uh, for this year to have me there twice a month on uh, you know two Saturdays every month. So I'm kind of stoked about that. Uh, I was there a couple of weeks ago, and I'll be back there on Saturday night. Heber Springs VFW. All right, that's enough uh, promotion. Uh, my shows this week: uh, Friday night at the Rab, Conway, Arkansas, and Saturday night at the VFW in Heber Springs. Arkansas. Well, I guess really it's Tumbling Shoals, but they call it the Heber Springs VFW. That's it. <laughs> Let's get into it with Dylan Moran of the On and Off the Field podcast. Calling Dylan Moran now. Hello. Hi, Dylan Moran, please. This is him. Dylan Moran on and off the field podcast himself. It's Keys Dan with What Makes You Famous. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. You nailed it. On and <laughs> off the field. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and, and I know that I've been listening to your podcast for the, the past week, so you've been in my head. But, you know, my listeners may not have had the pleasure. Uh, give the people a little idea of who a Dylan Moran is. Yeah, so, you know, I'm not that important. The podcast is great. Um, the podcast on and off the field is an NFL podcast that covers all 32 teams. Uh, all their on-the-field action, we cover the games that happen and the games that are to be. And then... We do a couple episodes here and there that cover the off-the-field actions of those NFL players. Um, we cover their charitable actions and the foundations that they run and just let people know that the good they're doing. Um, just, you know, not, every, not everything they do is just on the TV every day. So that's what I try to bring is um, letting people know what they do with their money and their time off the field. Dylan Moran, I realize, and listening to your podcast, that you do put a lot of emphasis on the uh, on the off the field portion uh, of the show, uh, the charitable functions that people do, and and you're a bit of a charitable guy yourself. Did you ever make the 500 mark? Not yet. Not yet. All right. <laughs> yeah. uh, tell, tell the people. Game. Yeah. Tell the people what the 500 mark is and and what you're proposing on that mark. Yeah, we're slowly working our way to 500 plays or listens on uh, any episodes. And once we hit that 500 mark, um, I'm just going to take 50 bucks out of my wallet and I will donate it to the charity or the foundation of the random person chosen um, after, you know, someone will be hit, put on social media, these uh, contest rules like how everyone does, <laughs> and take a random person uh, from, that follows those rules and whatever charity or foundation that they choose, I will donate $50 to that, Man, to that uh, group. That is sweet. Dylan Moran. I appreciate that. And I'll, I'll be saying your name in, in full throughout this, because I, I want my listeners to, to remember your name, Dylan Moran on and off the field. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate it. Keys Dan. Hey, there you go. He's returned the favor. <laughs> now. Yeah. This is something that that's unheard of really. You know, you, most of the time, 
uh, you'll take a portion of the proceeds if somebody donates some money to your cause. Uh, maybe you'll take a, a bit of that and give it give it away. That says a little bit about you, man, uh, or uh, really a lot about you, about your character, about your your person. Uh, you know, even well, I guess you're an off the field type of person. But the podcast itself is mostly about, well, in your words, the greatest game, football. Amen. Okay. Okay. What got you interested in football? And first off, where are you located at? Uh, so I, I live currently in Rochester, New York, kind of just east of Buffalo. Okay. Nor if I give it a landmark. Um, <laughs> I'm originally from Pulaski, New York. Shout out to my small hometown of Pulaski. That's that's in the middle of nowhere in upstate New York. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I've, I've been, I mean, I've been around football my entire life as far as I can remember. I got I got baby pictures of my parents decking me out in Philadelphia Eagles gear. I mean, I remember just sitting down when I was six, seven years old with my dad and watching games. And if I didn't know what was happening, I just looked at him. What, what happened? Why did he throw that flag? He'd explain it to me. And then, you know, three plays later, why, why, why did that happen? It's the same question. Same thing happened. What are you asking me? Shut up and watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dad right there. <laughs> teaching you right. You know, how to be a man, you know, yeah. uh, be quiet and listen and you might learn something. <laughs> so I, yeah, and, definitely and, and learned I, a lot. Apparently you did. <laughs> uh, so growing up, in a, the small town of Pulaski, the way you pronounced it, funny enough, Little Rock, Arkansas, is located in Pulaski County, spelled the same way, uh, pronounced differently. It's regional, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I think it's supposed to be pronounced Pulaski. I think that's what people outside of it call it, but everyone that lived there called it Pulaski. It's probably wrong, but that's just <laughs> that's how we rolled there. So hey, There's an El Dorado, which you know is El Dorado, you know? Right. <laughs> so, so, yes, I, I understand regional dialect. And you being from New York, man, I, I'm thinking, you know, you're not from any of the five boroughs because you don't have the typical New York accent. You know, I was expecting a little something different before I started listening to your podcast, and you don't have that accent. Uh, uh, what gives? It, it, sorry about that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> sorry to disappoint. Yeah. <laughs> no, no Dylan, and Dylan Moran, you say you were an Eagles fan. Funny enough, I'm from Miami, and my brother and I, when we were younger, you know, I was a Doll fan as, through and through, but my mom's from New York, and to... To appease the two children that she had, she gave my brother the, the Miami Dolphins bag to carry his whatever around, and she gave me the New York Jets bag. And she said, oh, hey, I'm from New York. I, I'm giving you something from my uh, uh, hometown, from my birthplace. So I had a New York Jets bag. Is that your team? Is that your team of choice? Or or have you has your fandom grown and and come out of that. Yeah, I, I have moved on. My my parents were originally from uh, Philadelphia, or at least in Pennsylvania area, closer to Philly. So they latched onto the Eagles more than the Steelers. But then they ended up moving to New York, but they obviously brought the Eagles with them. That's what they grew me and my brother up on was the Eagles. And then I turned, I'll never forget it, because it was an even number, turned 10 years old. 
and I watched the Seahawks play the Steelers in the Super Bowl. And for some reason, that fateful night, I latched onto the Seahawks, and I never let them go. So for the past 15 years, I've been a Seahawks fan. How about that? And I, th- I thought you were going to say Steelers because, uh, oh. fun fact, there's a Steelers bar in every state of the Union. Y- y- you might check that on me, but this is what I've heard uh, in passing. And I'm not much of a sports guy. I've worked on sports stations, uh, radio stations throughout my, my career. Most recently, one in Little Rock, Arkansas, that's now defunct. It was 93.3 The Source. And I did that for about a year. I knew nothing about sports, but I was working – uh, closely with Arkansas Razorbacks, which you have mentioned on your podcast, you don't keep uh, keep up with uh, with college ball too much. You might correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I learned a little bit just by osmosis. And I figured by the end of this podcast, I'm going to know everything there is to know about football. Am I right? <laughs> well, it, you're definitely right there that I don't follow college ball that much. Um, I, I kind of just you know catch a game here, catch a game there, follow what's going on. But yeah, if you, if you listen to the podcast and you learn everything to know about what's at least going on in the NFL or learn a couple things here and there, that's the goal. That's, that's definitely what I want to happen. And that means I'm informing people well enough and I'm, I'm proud of the content I put out then. Yeah. I'm, I'm always so impressed by fellas and ladies that can keep stats in their head. And I know that you, you do write some kind of a, a bullet point notes and, and you, uh, you, you're so funny. You apologize every time you flip a piece of paper, you know, because it makes a little ASMR noise right. and that's real life, man. You could, you could feel it. You could, Oh, okay. He is reading from his notes or he's looking at his notes and, and keeping in, t- in track with his bullet points. He's done some preparation for this show. Unlike me, who does hardly any preparation for a show. I mean, other than, okay, I listened to a few of your podcasts. I've added you on Facebook. I'm kind of stalking your 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 Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, you're a heck of a st- statistician. Do you keep a lot of these stats in your head? Uh, and how long has that hap- been going on? Yeah, that's instead of having important facts in my head, like, <laughs> hey, I have a doctor's appointment today, or hey, I got to be at a meeting. Nope, it's uh, NFL facts, or, you know, at least Joe Burrow's on his way to the NFL, so he threw 60 touchdown passes in the college season, or, you know, Lamar Jackson led the way with 36 passing touchdowns in the NFL, so, yeah, it's it's useless garbage that takes up too much space, so I decided to make something useful out of that information and made a podcast. Very <laughs> cool. All right, skipping around, back to when you were a young lad watching football with dear old dad. Uh, you know, uh, did you ever play football in school? You, you say you played? Um, I never played like peewee level or when I was a kid, but once I hit um, at least middle school, I started getting into football around think seventh eighth ninth grade yeah and i never played high school ball because i never got enough playing time um (laughs) and my you'd be surprised in my small town of you know not a lot of people on the team didn't get a lot of playing time so i didn't get to play as much as i wanted but (laughs) (laughs) how sad is that this town has hardly any people in it and you couldn't get a you couldn't get a some field time some some play time I had one really good game where I caught two touchdown passes, but I guess that wasn't enough like, to get me on the field more. So how'd that make I, you I feel? Put none of that. 
How'd that make you feel? Take doing the touchdown. Oh, oh, getting a touchdown is just the best feeling. Even just getting a catch. I mean, I, I still remember those feelings back. I, I go down memory lane and just relive some of those moments in my head, and it's just. It was one of the better feelings ever, just elite, like playing football. So these days I'll go out and try and find a flag football league or just something to try and recapture a feeling like that. But football is just the best sport ever, watching it, playing it. It's, it's, it's a feeling in itself where I just get to enjoy that. Dylan Moran, I was talking to a lady in northwest Arkansas, and she runs or at least helps to run an adult football league. Did you know that there were such things? I I know of their existence, and I, I've heard a lot of good things. Like people, you know, adults get to go out and play the game they love. I've also heard horror stories about them. Um, some, <laughs> sometimes, you know, not the best equipment. You know, people get hurt more often. There's not professional medical staff available sometimes. Mm. You know, they're not professionals playing, so they don't know the most clean way to tackle somebody. It can get messy quickly, so I've never joined one, but I do know of their existence. All right, all right. So, where are you located now? Exactly, you're still in north northern New York, upstate. Yep. yep, I'm in Rochester, New York. It's uh, it's more like Western New York, just just north of the Finger Lakes. Okay, I mean, I, I'm sure we can look it up uh, geography wise. So, have you? always been there uh, have you ever traveled around have you ever lived any any place else or you're upstate new york all the way yeah upstate new york for life 25 years <laughs> oh that's fantastic okay. did you ever get any college yeah i uh i out of high school i joined the military for a couple of years and i came out and then went to college in syracuse at a community college and then i made my way out to rochester where i lived out the last oh boy maybe four four or five years with my wife out here so. oh fantastic you, you have a little family going on now what branch of the military were you in did the army reserves for oh. eight years so i just finished that up this year wow <laughs> officially out <laughs> well thank you so much for that what job did you do in the army uh human resources okay <laughs> yeah you, recruiter <laughs> is that what that is um just kind of more just you'd get assigned to a unit and you do their paperwork, making sure all the <laughs> contact information's up to date, get to write their awards, you get to file all the stuff away. It was not exciting by any stretch of the imagination. You need to watch this movie, I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. Have you ever seen it? No, definitely. I've never Check out this that. movie. It's the, uh, the Wayans brothers. I think it's Keenan uh, who's the the star of the show, if I'm not mistaken, uh, he plays uh, a guy that was in the army and he didn't have a very, a, a very exciting job. In fact, he was comparing scars with another guy who was in the army. And he says, look at right here, paper cut. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say no more. Check out. I'm going to get you sucker. That's a, uh, one from me to you. And, and yes, Look, it's not exciting, but it's an important job in the Army. And you made it eight years, man. I'm sure that was no easy task in itself. And they gave you a little money for college? Yeah, gave me some money for college. You know, it's it's, it's just a great experience overall. And 
the number one thing they give you, especially right out of basic training, um, is just a, a different outlook on life and just being a, you know, just a better person in general, you know, just kind of having the, a disciplined soul in you and having a respect for other people and learning how to do a job and being just giving a hundred percent all the time. And they just give you skills and life lessons that you'll, you'll never get anywhere else. I like that Dylan Moran, uh, you know, you didn't have the opportunity to, to be in a team sport uh, as a, a high schooler, but I'm guessing you've learned some team skills as a part of the army. No, absolutely. Yeah. That's that, that was, I, I have lifelong friends from being on the teams from my unit that I was in for eight years to some people that I still talk to when I went to basic with eight years ago. So it's, it's, it's been an amazing journey. That's without a doubt something I do not regret at all at any level. Well, good. That, that speaks highly for, for joining the Army. Uh, you know, uh, yes, combat and war, it's terrible. And nobody really wants to go to war, you know, but there's a whole lot more to being in the Army. I, I, I was going to join the Navy, and I got in a motorcycle wreck, and that didn't work out. My brother was in the Navy for six years, and he had a very good experience, and I'm, I'm very proud of his uh, experience in the Navy. He, You know, funny, six years, he never went on a boat. He he stayed in the middle of Florida, in Orlando, Florida, at least an hour away from any uh, a discernible ocean. So so uh, I'm not sure how the, exactly that worked out, but but uh, certainly the armed services are are. I, I'm glad you had a good experience uh, in that, and that speaks highly. Uh, but uh, you say you went to college. Uh, what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh uh, yeah, went to college for I, I I went to a community college and it took me about three and a half years to graduate because <laughs> I kept changing majors. Well, that's comedy right there. Yeah, I didn't spend seven years in a community college for no reason. <laughs> I think oh, nope, that's a that's a whole nother movie. Uh, seven years of college down the drain. That's uh, Bluto uh, from Animal House. Oh, okay. well, I know Animal House. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey, you must be a cinephile. You know a lot. You know, you I, a I've a watched movie. a lot of movies. I, I spend a lot of time, and yes, there are a lot of useless facts stuck in my head. And uh, everyone's got them. Yeah, my my honey uh, says uh, that I talk. My life is in movies. I speak in movie quotes <laughs> quite often, and and I think that that might be a dude thing anyway. <laughs> so getting to know yeah, I you speak in football references. So that, yeah, every, everyone's okay. got it. <laughs> okay, what does the wife think about that? She's gotten used to it. <laughs> does she ever send you off uh, to go play with your friends? Uh, d- d- does it annoy her at all? Eh, nah, she's like she's got her hobbies. You know, I'll go do my thing. She's got her thing. You know, it's it's it, it, it's a give and take, and it's it's worked well for almost five years. Oh, sweet, sweet. Still on the honeymoon phase, really. I oh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so so uh, all right. The last I, I heard is uh, on your podcast. I think the last one I heard was, well, probably last Tuesdays. Um, oh, man. You did mention, this is the one where you mentioned Podcast Addict. That was the last one that I heard. Yeah. Is that the last one that you did? Um, In retrospect to... I'm just saying, have you done any since then? Oh, I actually, it's I just uploaded one about 
15 minutes before you called me. Oh, okay. So I don't have <laughs> so the freshest. There's a brand new one out there. All right. Good, man. So people have that to look forward to. Thank you, Dylan Moran, for letting me know. I, I have to update my podcast addict and uh, and get the freshest uh, on and off the field podcast. Uh, oh, yeah, but, it's, a, it's a good one. Yeah. Super well, Bowl coming. Yes, that's what I was thinking. It must be something about the Super Bowl. But I, I know, and since I don't want to spoil it for anyone, what you're talking about on, on your latest podcast, I want to talk about what you're going to do after NFL football is over. And, and, and let's see, I know that one of your podcasts you, you talked about also, you and I know I'm going to throw a few things at you. You talked about the AFC and the NFC. I kind of want you to let me know what is the difference and and where I mean is it, is it east and west or is it spread out throughout the United States? Let's go with that one first. What is the AFC and the NFC? Because I'm a, a, a football dummy. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. No problem. AFC and NFC is is the two conferences in the NFL mm-hmm. and uh, American Football Conference and the National Football Conference and it's they're all they, the teams in both conferences are mixed all over the country. How they came up with what teams in what conference, I have no idea. This all happened back in 1970 when the NFL and the AFL merged. There was two different leagues back then. Oh, they be- then they became one league, and I forgot how many teams there used to be. I could do the math, but then I would lose my train of thought. But um, they came together in 1970, created just the AFL with the AFC and NFC conferences. Now we got 32 teams, 16 teams in each one, and that's your present day NFL. Yeah, my first taste. Uh, my first memory of football was a good one, and it was from my uh, hometown, Miami Dolphins, in 1972 when they had their perfect season. Don Shula was the coach. Bob oh, Greasy yeah. was the quarterback. I remember that. I remember it was a big deal. And I remember the song, the Miami Dolphins song, it may predate this perfect season. In Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, number one. Uh, you know, it, it may predate this, but I do remember those things going hand in hand and everybody singing that song in 1972. Now, I was, uh, let's see, I was three, three and a half years old, maybe. Uh, you know, uh, I guess, well, that would have been in January, maybe, of, of 72. So I couldn't have been three years old. I was born in 69. Uh, you know, what? what is your first memory of football? Was it? watching it with your dad or was there another memory definitely just watching it with my dad i never went to any games back then i uh, didn't see any live that my brain remembers from when i was a kid but just always watching the eagles play and the, the players that had impacts in my memory still are players like brian dawkins from the eagles when he played like a bunch of eagles players you know good old michael vick brian dawkins and He's my number one favorite NFL player of all time because he was one of the hardest hitting safeties in in history, and he was just he was just so fun to watch. And just got into the Hall of Fame last year, which was really exciting to to see. But yeah, just sitting on the couch watching games and never played. Like I said before, never played a lot, but it was always just watching those games. It was just huddling around the TV on a Sunday. Oh, Dylan, never Rand. never forget it. It is good to be appreciated for your life's achievements and and 
I'm sure getting in the Hall of Fame is excellent. I was just, what do you think? How do you how do you think they feel? Um, have you ever been to a football game to a, a a professional football game? Yeah, I have now. Um, oh, good, good. Yeah, the first one I ever went to was the Seahawks when they played the Giants back in oh boy, oh boy, 2014 or 15 maybe, and they beat. The Seahawks won twenty three nothing. So that was my first ever game. That was exciting. Were you and were you a fan of the Seahawks previous to that? Yep, I was a Seahawks fan at that point. How about that? And I noticed that there's a Seahawk uh, on your uh, as your profile pick. Yeah, <laughs> on your <laughs> face. Sad Russell Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about why why so sad, Russell Wilson. Uh, Russell's sad because they lost last oh. week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> very sad. Very sad. <laughs> All right, Dylan Moran. I know I'm skipping around a little bit, but I, I find That's things fine. interesting. <laughs> I skip around. No, I find things so interesting. And, you know, yes, I, I didn't make any copy points or any any pr- uh, previous things to ask you, but I'm, I'm fascinated once again by your knowledge of football man it's just uh, it impresses me and you say you're 25 years old yeah wow i'm 50 i'm 50 gonna be 51 on the 31st uh so anybody listening that's a heck of a milestone yeah you know and and i mean most of most of the time it's been radio and through radio is where i get my pop culture references as every time you go to the movies it's research for your job you know every time you you pick up a newspaper and read a, a magazine it's research for your job, so I, I've I've had that my whole life, where I've I've had to keep my my finger on some kind of a pulse. The one thing that I never got into was football. Was watching football on TV. Uh, now the times that I did go to the Orange Bowl as a young lad and and watch football, you know, in in person in real life, man, the the feeling of being at the stadium and just watching the and feeling the crowd and feeling the energy uh, you know the, it, there's no comparison really i mean do you get the same feeling watching it on tv with your friends maybe getting some of the energy from them or going to a sports bar and and getting that camaraderie as you do going to a live game i it, it's it's definitely not the same but for, I mean, just for me, even watching games on TV when that Thursday night game comes around, or just any Sunday games, Monday night, I I love watching them all, and I get excited even if it's not my team. I I just love watching football in general. But going to a game, uh, just this past um, when did we go? And maybe it was sometime in November. Yeah. Me and the wife flew out to Seattle. What? Um, this is my first time ever out in Seattle. And we went to the Monday night football game where the Seahawks played the Vikings. And I was just in awe the entire time we were in that stadium and throughout the entire game. Just absolutely. The, the crowd was amazing. I've never felt anything like that related to football in my entire life. Just being there in my team stadium yeah. and they win. Just it was absolutely breathtaking. That is proper fandom right there. And it sounds like you have a a good relationship. Your honey went with you. That's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she we, got a, she got a week's vacation. I mean, we spent a week out there. It was a, it was a just overall. I mean, the whole trip in itself. Was... I, yeah, I got a week's <laughs> vacation. Where am I going? Seattle. Really? 
And I'll tell you what, it didn't rain once when we were out there. Yeah. <laughs> it was a blessing. It, it, we expected rain. We brought our raincoats and umbrella. We're ready for anything. Yeah. Didn't rain once. That's what you hear about that place. Rain, grunge, and good coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, I mean, what fun did you have in Seattle? And when you went to the game, were you all decked out in your Seattle Seahawks? Gear. Uh, head, head to toe in the Seahawks gear. I even had the Seahawks socks on. Yeah. I, I had my hat. I got the sweatshirt. I got the jersey underneath. Yeah. I think the only thing I didn't have, I didn't wear my Seahawks sweatpants. Too cold for just the sweatpants. I had to wear like <laughs> jeans. But if I could have worn them, I would have. Uh, what What are your viewpoints on face paint? Uh, <laughs> other people go for it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. And so, all right. So, sounds like uh, Dylan Moran's got a good relationship. Uh, his wife will pick up and, and go with him to Seattle to watch his favorite sports. Uh, okay, now, turnabout is fair play. What do you do for the honey? What is, she, uh, what is she into that she says, will you go with me to this? Uh, we have pretty similar interests in a lot of things. I mean... If she wants to go to like a musical or a play or a concert, we go to that and we go out to dinner a couple times here and there. We just like going on walks. We'll go to the gym. We have a lot of pretty common interests that are also pretty low key. We don't do anything that's too crazy. We're very down to earth people that one of our favorite activities activities is sit on the couch and turn on the old Netflix or HBO now or something. <laughs> That's easy to easy to get along with. Well done, man. Well done. Get yourself in the family bubble and go to it. Now, uh, well, I mean, for the listeners of your podcast, you have mentioned that uh, uh, it's not just going to be, well, I mean, the, you, you might want to tell the news. Is there, is there something going on with the wife? Oh, <laughs> that, that's, yeah, that's uh, one of the things I've been doing uh, for my wife in the past four months has been cleaning the litter boxes because she's not allowed to clean the litter boxes because she's four months pregnant. We're going to have our first child here uh, in June. Congratulations on that, my man. I heard that on your podcast and I was like, yeah, family life, man. That's fantastic. You're going to be a dada, uh, boy or girl. <laughs> do you know yet? We don't know yet. We're going to find out February 3rd. It's going to be the Super Bowl, and then we find out the gender of our child. So it's no. going to be a great two days. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Now, okay, do you want to get into the Super Bowl, your ideas, your thoughts, your views, or do you want to get into what you're going to be doing, hey, post-NFL? I know you were saying you were going to be uh, following some other another league. Hey, whatever you want to do, man. You can flip a coin. I'll I'll go in whatever direction you want. Well, let's go with the Super Bowl, and then yeah. you know that'll get us up to now. Uh, what you're doing now? Yeah, I mean, we got an idea of where you started, and you know how you got into football, and now is right now. It's Super Bowl time. What are your views? What What do you think about the the Niners and the Chiefs? Well, the the Niners are going to be wearing white. And I believe the stat is the the end of the team wearing white has is their records fifteen and five for the past couple of Super Bowls when they wear white. So um, my my pick right now for the Super Bowl is the Forty ers I think I think they have the 
a more complete team, although the Chiefs also have a very complete team and a very explosive offense, and their defense has stepped up enormously this season compared to seasons past. But I think the 49ers have a three-headed monster at running back. I think their linebackers are just as effective as another three-headed monster. Mm. Richard Sherman is a shutdown corner. I, if, they sh- if the Chiefs manage to shut down the running game, Jimmy Garoppolo can throw it to anyone. George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Emmanuel Sanders, Kendrick Bourne. The list goes on and on. That That team is stacked at every single position and i i don't i can't pick a weakness except the corner on the other side of richard sherman they might be able to expose a weakness over there but that's a very small weakness all the these stats have, are, all these stats are coming out of your head dylan moran i don't got notes in front of me yeah no that's just oh continue because because you're you're blowing my mind yeah i'm baffled <laughs> well the i don't know as much about the chiefs um but they're just fast and they've gotten where they are for being fast. The running backs are just speedsters. Tyreek Hill is the fastest player this league has ever seen. So he's, he can just blow by any corner and safety he wants. He gets a ball on a jet sweep. He's around the corner and he's gone for 20 plus yards. Their defense has stepped up like that defense has never, they've never seen over there in Kansas city. That defense used to give up 50 points a game and they would lose big games because good teams would dump points on them. Now they have a pass rush with Frank, Frank Clark and uh, not D Ford, but uh-oh, Chris Jones. Um, oh man. Terrell Suggs just got over there. Uh, um, he got dropped as a free. I picked him off off the waiver wire. They got the honey badger Tyran Matthew back at safety. Now the defense is better than it's ever been. So I think they're, a lot better of a, a well-rounded team than they've ever been. But I think they are going to come up just a touch short in the Super Bowl. Wow. Dylan Moran is blowing my mind, man. All, all <laughs> I know, the only stat that I can come up with is, is what I read here, is that the, uh, the Niners may have a slightly uh, better year. They were 13-3 and three, as opposed to Kansas City Chiefs, uh, who were 12-4. and four. Uh, so, uh, all right, here, here would be maybe uh, a more uh, something I'm more familiar with as a, uh, in as a part. Well, uh, that uh, pertains to the Super Bowl. It's the halftime show. It's the all girl halftime and the all girl entertainment, uh, for that matter. Do you know who's doing this, the national anthem and the halftime show? Um, I. I saw something that who was doing the national anthem. I I believe Sha- isn't Shakira doing the halftime show, or is she the one doing the national anthem? You got it. You got it right. You you're in there. You're in the ballpark. You're in. The, you're on the field, man. <laughs> Our, national, as long as we're there, national anthem is Demi Lovato, and then the oh. halftime show is uh, J Lo, Jennifer Lopez, and Shakira. So, all right. So that, that rings a bell now. That's right. Yeah, it's all girl. I mean, did you mention any of that in your in your podcast, or was yours? It was all foo, foosball. <laughs> it was it was all foosball. <laughs> and, and next week's podcast will be heavy on uh, Super Bowl details about both teams and possibly the halftime show. Um, if there's one thing that I am extremely weak in is pop culture and right. like. 
stuff like Shakira and J-Lo, I, I know almost nothing about. Yeah, I mean, other than the game, which is viewed, you know, by so many people all over the planet, you know, and, and not beyond the game, the halftime show will be talked about, and the commercials. It, oh. Isn't it amazing the Can't advertising wait. dollars that are, are raised in this one event? That's always been amazing to me. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, just to... Just to run a thirty-second commercial costs a company millions. Because that's millions. Just how many people are watching. It's yeah. It, it costs because you get so much on return for getting a commercial in the Super Bowl that you got to drop buckets of money to even get there. And they obviously get the best talents in the world to do the Super Bowl halftime shows. I mean, any anyone would be lucky to do that show just for the publicity and be able to perform in front of a stage like that on a stage like that well it amazes me that's still the case in this day and age where people are not consuming their their entertainment on broadcast television which is where the super bowl is going to be uh, laid out it's it is uh, the aforementioned you said netflix and and what was it uh hbo then, yeah, you know right. i'm me i've cut the the cable cord i'm right. i'm uh, netflix hulu uh amazon and now disney plus uh, you know, we're watching a lot of that. I mean, where where are you? Do you still have? I'm guessing you still have broadcast television in in addition to your streaming. Which which do you lean to more? Yeah, we we cut the cable too, not too long ago, but that resulted in uh, you know having to go to get the CBS Live and Fox Live. They all got their live stream platforms. You got to pay for so. Yeah, it, I feel it, I feel like I went from subscriptions everywhere. <laughs> I feel like I went from ninety bucks where I was paying for all the broadcast, and then it was you know now it's starting to inch back up ten dollars, ten dollars, ten dollars, ten dollars. Eventually, it's going to be back up to that ninety, but it'll be well. I I guess is that is the CBS Live? Is it Sands commercial, or can you? do it where it's commercials uh, in, included. I, I, don't, I don't know. What, I've never seen the CBS app. Yeah, I think it's it's. I think it's the same as is it Amazon, the one that you still get like a couple ads that run here and there, like the 30-second ads, like after you watch a little bit of it. It's kind of like the same same as that. Yeah, Hulu, yeah. If, you don't, if you don't pay the extra buck or two, you will get a few commercials here and there. And, right, and I like, think we have paid like that. We have paid the extra buck, but uh, yeah. So you've cut the cord, but now you have all these streaming. The well, can you watch the Super Bowl afterwards? I mean, you know, you'll be. I mean, you'll be watching it live. I'm guessing, but as long as you stay off of social media, I mean, will the CBS app have it replayed? Uh, that's a good question. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> I never rewatched anything, but uh, I know like I live most of my life through Facebook or Instagram or something like that. And uh, they got Facebook TV or maybe like the Instagram TV. They put the highlights of games, which is pretty much the entire game, but just cut down. And they'll put that on Facebook so you can rewatch the whole game within, you know, 30, 40 minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, that's when how I, was, I like to rewatch games that I don't see is through that. Yeah, when I was wor uh, working at the sports station down in Little Rock, Arkansas, it was uh, you know a lot of times it was the the ESPN highlights, 
and that's how I would, you know, get my bites. Uh, so that way mm-hmm. I can try to keep up with the with the Razorbacks, the football players that I was uh, talking to, and and the uh, the guy who's a professional broadcaster here in in Little Rock, and and I I held my own mostly. I was running the the uh, the board, and every once in a while they they let me chit chat a little bit. So I became the the monkey boy, uh, <laughs> you know, it was the third banana, I suppose. And I played the music in and put music out and got their sound bites. But I learned a little bit while I was there, and and yeah, listening you could learn some things. So listening to Dylan Moran on the On and Off podcast you can learn some stuff even if you're not interested in football per se you can get the highlights man you can get the stats and you'll be the smartest man at the at the uh at the at the cooler you know uh, standing around Uh, when you get to the the locker room you'll have something to talk about man and i appreciate that (laughs) yeah you know you're welcome that's all that's all it takes you gotta just plop on down and listen to a podcast 30 to 60 minutes and next thing you know you can you can chat with everyone in the in the office, and you'll you'll sound like a person that knows what they're talking about. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, Dylan Moran, this is the wave of the uh, the wave of the now. I mean, you say wave of the I I could say wave of the future, but consuming your information on demand is where it's at. You know, and anything that you are interested in, talk about it. Make a make it into a podcast. I mean, yeah, you're not going to make millions. You know, there's a few podcast that make thousands every show but it's not about the money it's about for this podcast the one i'm uh, that we're on right now what makes you famous is it's me getting to know people and learning some things and having some some genuine conversations and that's what i enjoy and and hopefully people well i mean so far it's gotten a lot of hits man i'm uh, i'm yeah, I'm I'm up over six thousand downloads, which is great. You know, I, wow. I'm very happy that people are listening and and learning some things, uh, not just from me, which you know, I I don't know much, but I do know I, I do know that I can learn from everyone, and I'm learning from you, Dylan Moran. I'm you, I'm learning, man, and I hope you get to that five hundred because that fifty bucks is going to go to a, a good location, you know. And I, I appreciate that that you've added that feature. I haven't done that. I haven't even thought of that, you know, but, but that's something I should think about is giving back. And that's what the off the field is in your podcast. Tell, tell the people some more about what the off the field uh, of the on and off the field podcast is Dylan Moran. Yeah. I mean, a lot of, a lot of, there's a, you can find uh, hundreds of NFL podcasts out there <coughs> and, and like a whole bunch of other sports as well. They're on every corner on every platform. And I feel like that's what made this one different, but not only just make it different, it's, it's really what I wanted to make available because at the time people were, when I made this podcast, what was going on at the time was a lot of people were starting to get big contracts. There was people that coming out saying like the players were saying a lot of things that kind of, it, the NFL was having a viewership issue because people weren't in liking the players as much with some things that were going on at the time. So I kind of got the idea well, these these players that people don't like, they're not doing the research about what they're doing off the field. All you're seeing is what they might say on the field or in the locker room or when they're heated and or something's going on. When off the field, these a lot of these players, a bunch of them have foundations that they run that, where they're giving school supplies to inner city kids that can't do it. They're giving them shoes 
there was one um, Dustin Colquitt, the punter for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, he does a foundation or works with a uh, foundation that gives free dental care to people that can't afford dental care. And he has provided over the past decade or so over $20 million worth of dental care to people that can't afford it. It's the, and you never hear, you haven't heard about that on ESPN sports center. You, you don't know about it unless it's told to you or you go and look for it for yourself. So that's, that's kind of been the, the main purpose of this is to let people know that that exists, that people are doing these kinds of things. Dylan Moran, I suspect the players and the people that you hear the least about are the ones that are not tooting their own horns, man. They're giving, you know, they've, they've been blessed with this talent, with the ability to make millions, and they've turned around to help people out. And you're shining a light on that, man. And, and <coughs> Excuse me. Whether they appreciate it or not, that is a, a an amazing thing that you that you're doing. You're you're letting people know that yeah, these people that have a lot are giving back. And even those of us that have a little should also think about giving back. And you're you've already you you're an example of that. You're you're gonna take money out of your pocket to give back to the community. And and man it's it's great that you're shining a light on these people, Dylan Moran, and and I appreciate that you're doing that, and I hope that they appreciate that. It's like uh, what you just said. Like they're 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 also humble people, and they don't go in front of the camera and like Dustin's not gonna come in front of the camera and say, "Hey, I do a dental foundation." They don't say things like that. A lot of this is done behind the scenes, and they might not come out and say it. And my podcast might have. 20 to 30 listeners but as long as i feel like just you know if i could shed a little bit of light on what they're doing it just it, it brings a humanity to the sport that's very physical and you know manly and kind of brings a humane aspect to it that you know these are still people but they're just blessed people that are really doing a lot everything they can to help people that aren't as fortunate as them yeah they they don't forget where they came from because a lot of these players did come from humble beginnings and they worked their way, their way out they they clawed their way out uh, onto the field and yeah they're they're able to give back and, and yeah I can appreciate that man I, and and I'm once again I'm glad you shed the light on them I mean have you have you gotten any feedback from from any of these players or have you ever and gotten the chance to to talk to to any of the players uh any of your of your heroes uh, uh through the years i have not i have tried i've sent a couple emails to some of the foundations trying to get a at least a rep to talk or maybe just just kind of get any kind of feedback from the foundations to listen to it or if they want to talk about it on the podcast or just get like a statement from i haven't had any luck with that yet it might be because I'm not very popular and they never heard of it and steer clear from it. Maybe no. <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, hope, but, uh, hope, no yeah. luck there yet. Yeah. Dylan Moran. I mean, the way I found you, you seem interesting. You, 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 you I found you on the Instagram and, and you, you seem like somebody, a fellow that I'd like to talk to and, and just listening to your podcast. I, I, I you are 
very well adversed in the the material that you're covering and and I appreciate the the effort that you put into it uh getting those stats and and spitting them back out man and putting them in in a form that can be a uh, you know spoon feeding them to a, a a bobo like me and I appreciate that man <laughs> so much yeah, I, I that's I try to uh make it so it's a I know I know like a lot of especially you know I, I learned it from my wife she doesn't understand football to the extent of a fanatic so I try to make it so it's inclusive of anyone that wants to watch football or just learn something or know what's going on at the time that's that's the goal yeah I was always the sandwich guy you know while while my buds were, were watching the foosball on the big tv uh, you know i I'd make some sandwiches. Yeah, I'd be kind of interested in what's going on. I'll probably uh, watch the Super Bowl. I mean, that's probably the the uh, you know the the Christmas and Easter of a Catholic. Uh, I liken that Super Bowl thing. Uh, you know, a part of a, of a part time uh, footballer or football aficionado. Right. Uh, you know, you got to watch the big game. Uh, right. That's, that's the only one it. that really matters at the end of the at, at the end of the year. You know, it's the important one. Well, cool. So that that's what I have to look forward to uh, tomorrow when I listen to this episode of On and Off the Field featuring Dylan Moran. But after fo- after NFL, uh, where are you heading? I've I've given it some thought because the end of the season is approaching, and I'm I'm definitely going to continue the podcast throughout the off season. But uh, I've been trying to think of content, and it was handed to me in the form of the XFL for at least, I think, I believe eight weeks that and once the NFL season's over the very next weekend is the first game of the XFL. Um, I believe it's the Seattle dragons against the DC defenders in DC uh, for the inaugural game. Um, and I'm, I didn't watch the old XF, XFL. I think it, became a thing in 2001 was the first go around. I'm not sure how long it lasted, but I never got to watch it because I was too young. I'm just happy it's back because for me to watch it this time around, you are I think amazing. it's just going to be super excited. <laughs> I think it's going to be an exciting. Amazing. Week. Look at this. 2001. <laughs> you hit nail on head, sir. That was right. Yeah. Nice. I like that. Uh, XFL is a planned professional American football league owned by Vince McMahon. <laughs> Alpha I, I wanted to say Vince Vaughn, but that's why I didn't say it because I knew that wasn't right. Yeah, Vince McMahon <laughs> of the uh, uh, of the wrestling McMahons. Right. And so Alpha Entertainment and is headquartered in Stamford, Connecticut. It's a it's the successor to the original XFL, which was controlled by the World Wrestling Federation. Perfect and the NBC. So and ran for a single season in two thousand one. Man, you're good. You are good. <laughs> this man's got knowledge, people. Take a listen to his yeah. podcast. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. You can listen. I'm, I'm not. I'm not feeding you fake information. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Whereas I feed people fuzzy information all the time. Don't don't <laughs> fact check me because I'm probably wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I will just lead take you for what it is and move on. Right? I will lead you down the primrose path, baby. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dylan Moran. I think I've uh, we have uh, taken up enough of your time. Uh, get back to your 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 oh your lovely pregnant wife. 
<laughs> I got to go rubber feet. Oh, <laughs> that's a good dude right there. Ladies, <laughs> find a guy that'll rub your feet. Unless yeah. you don't like your feet touched, then in that case, scrap oh, that. We'll do the shoulder massage. We'll do it all, whatever you need. Oh, you're the goods, man. You're you're setting the bar high, Dylan Moran. Yeah, the full package here. <laughs> All right, let let the people know how to get a hold of you, Dylan Moran. All right, yeah. So all you got just go to Facebook or Instagram. I don't have a Twitter. I don't know how to use Twitter. I, <laughs> I try it. I hate it. Uh, so I do have Facebook and Instagram for just search on and off the field. Um, on and off the field is the only page out there. It's it's easy to find. Uh, you can send me messages on there if you just want to talk football, but you can also email the show at ootfpodcast at gmail.com. And then you can also go to my Anchor profile if you just go to Anchor and search on and off the field. Again, it's the only one there. You can leave voice messages or feedback on there, too. It's the Internet. There's always to get a hold of me. However you want, just head on over and can't wait to talk to you or hear your feedback or anything like that i'll put all those links in the show notes now i, I was scoping your facebook page and i noticed that there's a uh, there is a twitter goats and gamers what is that is that on my personal profile on picture? your personal profile yeah oh, wow that's still on there <laughs> man that's from ages ago <laughs> that used to be when i used to play video games and uh would put like some highlights on there, something like that. It's a YouTube channel too. I must oh. have made a Twitter too. Wow. You did. You're the green man. Goats and Gamers oh, yeah. Six. I'm telling oh. everybody, follow it. <laughs> the the hey. green man thing is a whole separate topic. Oh, oh man. Give, give me <laughs> give me a little taste of that. What's a green man? I, I, yeah. Hey, since I I uncovered it, what was it? I, I used to. Well, I actually still think I own them. I own uh, green morph suits. <laughs> yeah. That I used to wear in college, and I used to wear them to uh, rock concerts, and it was it was a fun time period in my life when I used to do that. And used to walk around, and take pictures as the green man with people. Uh, it was just just a great time doing that. But Funny when that morph suit retired. Now. Yeah, when that morph suit thing came out, that was a big thing. People yeah. would, would get morph suits of any color and sometimes of different flags, different teams. Yeah. Uh, the the morph suits is a, is big and you you went for the plain green, man. You, oh, you, I I loved the green. Classic I don't, know, green. I don't know what drew my eye to it. I just loved it. And then come to find out um if you watch always sunny in philadelphia yeah that's uh charlie day he dresses up as the green man for a couple episodes too <laughs> oh he's emulating you you should have gotten yeah, some of that he, credit he, co he copied me he uh, did he did <laughs> uh, i copied he... him without knowing it <laughs> <laughs> yeah d dude always sunny is very funny charlie day Love came that up show. my goodness it, it came out of his brain uh, amazing the, the the intricate the the complexity of that show. I I could be like Charlie Day when he's on the chalkboard trying to figure out how that how his brain is working. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's just, it's probably a scary world in there. But I still love to pick it. <laughs> all right. So you're the Green Man. It, it it's now defunct. It's been the last po post was December fifteenth, two thousand sixteen. <laughs> so uh, the Green Man it was gone wild. The Green Man is now gone, and he's he's, he's, he's done. He has morphed into hey, a, a a philanthropist of sorts, a a uh, 
a person that shines light on people that do good. Uh, and you're a do-gooder on your own, man, by by shining that light and, and and more. I see nothing but great things, man. This this can go on and on and on. Uh, you know, it, it, now you got those eight eight weeks of XFL. I remember on the sports station when I was talking to these footballers, when it wasn't football season, it was just like, oh, what are we talking about now? Baseball? Yeah. The off season's tough. It's, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but I, I'll, I'll figure it out as I go, and I hope the content's just as good. We'll we'll see. Yeah, I re- I remember it. It was oh, we only got three months till football. Let's talk about that, you know. And you could talk about the <laughs> right. draft, and you could talk about you know who's uh, switching teams and things like that. Right. So I there's, know that there's, there's plenty stuff, of stuff going on. Yeah, there is stuff to talk about. You're going to dig it out, Dylan Moran, on and off the field podcast. That's fantastic. All right. As we uh, close this out, uh, give the people uh, the the last words. Any last words for the people, Dylan Moran? Any last words for the people? Well, for the people listening, I just got to say, just be a good person. I mean, it's so simple and generic, and you probably hear it all over the place, and it's it's what you've been told ever since you were a little kid, probably, but being a good person just to anyone on any level, whether you're in middle school, high school, or you're an adult in your office and everyone just likes a friendly face and a good person to talk to. And if you got the time to donate to anyone like a food kitchen or just to go help make food baskets that they're giving out to communities, go do that. If you got the, the extra money, that you can give to a cancer research society or anything that anything that you're close to give them an extra hundred bucks. If you got it, it's, it's very simple, small acts that can make a huge difference in anyone's lives. You don't know where that $50 could go. That $50 can end up saving someone's life or that food basket you make and feed someone for a week that wasn't going to eat at all. It's, it's a simple concept and, it's just the world needs good people. Well, there you have it, party people. Dylan Moran on and off the field. Mostly, you know, he talks about on the field all the time, but mostly focusing on the off the field activities of these, uh, well, of these stars, of these uh, people that have made it. Uh, through whatever hardships they they've had and got into the NFL and are making bucks and hopefully they you know I have talked to NFL players and I know we didn't get into it with the in, in the podcast but when I was working at the sports station we've had some NFL players that they come in and and they make you know thousands there was a guy that was in the studio talking right there right in front of me made $45,000 a week and blew it all <laughs> you know you got a young kid that's just out of of college and and you give him all this money he's blowing it on cars and watches and and houses and yeah he's buying a house for his mom and his grandma and his uncle and his aunts and his cousins and Wow, I didn't know you were my cousin. Oh, you're my cousin now. Okay. And all that money gets blown. It's it's amazing. Amazing. I I, I don't know why that came up, but 
But the NFL, these people, they have lots of money, and and he's bringing out the people that are making the most of it. They're using it for good, I tell you, for good. And I appreciate that. Uh, Dylan Moran. Follow him. I'll put the, the links in the show notes and make sure that you, uh, that you uh, know where to go to find out more about Dylan Moran and this fine show on and off the field podcast. Look for that everywhere. All right, that's it for this edition of What Makes You Famous. If you want to tell your story, I encourage you to give me a call at 501-470-6386 or email info at radiowhat.com. That's it for me. It's Keys Dan, RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. If you like what you hear, follow What Makes You Famous social media. Use the hashtag What Makes You Famous. Follow on Facebook at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Instagram at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Twitter at Makes Famous. And follow on YouTube at Keys Dan. Leave What Makes You Famous podcast a review and subscribe. Listen to What Makes You Famous podcast on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and almost anywhere you find podcasts. Tell your story on my podcast, What Makes You Famous. Call 501-470-6386 and leave a message to set up a time. You can support What Makes You Famous using the PayPal link, paypal.me forward slash keysdan. Email info at radiowhat.com. What Makes You Famous podcast is a production of Keys Dan Enterprises Incorporated at keysdan.com. Thank you for listening. Radio What, the music you want with some great Great quotes. Success usually comes to those who are too busy to be looking for it. Henry David Thoreau. The music you want. RadioWhat.com. Tweet, tweet, yo. Follow Radio What on Twitter. At Radio What Twit. Tweet, tweet, yo. 